Ron Van Dam, a man, a microphone, and a complete lack of conversational filters. This is the Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show. Okay, so what? Hold on tight, things can get a bit weird. If you like that sort of thing. What do you want from me? Stop clicking on me. I was trying to get some sleep and all of a sudden somebody clicked on me. Welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be here. Really, that's really not the case, but it sounds so good when I say it. How are you? Oh my God, how are you? I missed you. Were you listening to the show yesterday? Why? Why not? Oh, that's no reason. We, that's no reason. We all get sick. No, that's no reason. Okay. Uh, I'm a little bit excited today, about as excited as I get, which is not demonstrative in the least. So I have to tell you that I'm excited. One of my pet peeves in the sports world, (laughs) as if that makes a difference. One of my pet peeves was baseball. I dislike baseball with a passion. I don't mind going to a game here and there, although I do have to sit amongst a lot of sweaty, disgusting, vile people. But I don't mind sitting outside in a chair with a hot dog and a beer. That's okay. That's about it, though. The game of baseball itself to me through my entire life is the most boring thing one could possibly do. As a matter of fact, watching paint dry is a bit more exciting. Baseball is so slow. It is basically a bunch of overweight men in their pajamas trying to run around, but they actually can't. Half of the baseball players just stand there through the whole game and do absolutely nothing whatsoever unless the ball comes in their direction, then they spring into action and they get $10 million a year. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. They say baseball is America's game. Maybe it was. Now it's not. Baseball, my ass. Oh, my God, I can't believe I said that because it's boring. Well, Somehow, Major League Baseball, or for short, the MLB, because it takes so long to say Major League Baseball, we don't have the time for that. They actually are changing the rules this year to make the game more exciting for Ron. And I thank you. It's about time you did something for me specifically. Uh, Here are the rule changes for 2023, which happens to be the year that we're in right now. For those that don't follow the news or follow the news, whatever. Uh, 
I may even watch a baseball game now because it could be, it might have some movement to it. (laughs) The funniest thing in baseball, the two things that are the funniest uh, are when the inning is over and and the, 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 the guy, the players in the field, they, they come into the dugout at the end of the inning they they try to run, but it it looks like they can't do it because they're just exhausted from standing there. Also, it is the only public display of crotch scratching that you'll see. I normally, if you see a guy scratching his crotch and spitting on the ground, you would say, "Excuse me, officer, arrest this man." But on a baseball field with thousands of people looking on. Scratch away and spit away. It's just making no sense to me. Anyway, baseball, to me, is extremely boring. It's a long, long game with no end in sight. There's no time clock on a baseball game. Or is there? Thanks to my friends at the MLBOT. I don't know. I'm just throwing out initials for no reason whatsoever. There is now a pitch timer. Get out. They're going to have clocks? Yes. Yeah, baseball games used to be like casinos. No time clock whatsoever. What's the point? No one pays attention to it. Now there's a countdown clock. It's a pitch timer. Yeah. Oh, this is what I've been crying for all my life if I were even interested in this. The pitcher has to uh, pitch the baseball uh, within 15 seconds if the bases are empty. They get 20 seconds if there are runners on. Five extra seconds to figure out that there are people on bases. (laughs) But they have 15 seconds in order to pitch that ball. If they don't, they get executed. Yeah, you got to have a lot of backup players or they just get hit in the knees with a bat. I think executed is a bit much when you're changing the rules. Hitting them in the knees with a bat, I think I'd watch. The the hitter, the batter, gets one timeout per plate appearance. Have you made your plate appearance, batter? No, I'm making my appearance right now. I'm putting my makeup on. And adjusting my cleats. They get one timeout per plate appearance, and they must be in the batter's box with eight seconds left. I, I don't understand that either. Pitchers get two disengagements to pick off, uh, make a pickoff att- attempt uh, or step off uh, per batter. Violations are balk. A balk is when you uh, you go to first base. You make believe you're running, but you're kind of not. So it's not walking, it's balking. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it either. Um, okay, anyway, there's a pitch timer is the, is the basic thing. It's uh, 15 seconds if the bases are empty, 20 seconds if there's a runner on a base. But you have 15 seconds to get that ball thrown. Thank you. Because prior, the pitcher would just stand there Scratch his crotch, fumble with the ball, 
look around just to see if there are any, any good-looking people in the crowd that you might want to pick up later. Kind of stare at the uh, the interesting cloud formations on a, uh, on a on a fairly partly cloudy day. Um, I I don't maybe there was a piece of corn stuck in his teeth. Um, it's it's just um, stupid. It would take so much time. Now there's a 15 second clock, a 20 second clock. Thank you so much. I don't know if that's going to help the game but it's going to move things along, and I like that. There are shift restrictions. Two infielders must be positioned on either side of second base when the pitch is released. Okay, why? Whatever. See, now we're getting a little much. Now we're getting a little little too authoritarian with your rules. I mean, the time clock, love it. There's time clocks in every sport except baseball. Now there is. Making sure that there's a, a one guy on each side of second base. Shut up. All uh, four infielders must have both feet within the infield when the pitcher is on rubber or on drugs. Rubber would be that, uh, I, I guess, where you pitch the ball from. I don't know much about this. Uh, shift restrictions are increased uh, batting average and decreased strikeouts and minors. Well, I, I don't understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Bigger bases. Oh, interesting. Uh, first base, second base, and third base, which is also how, how one grades their um, their progress in dating somebody. Hey, have you been to second base yet? I don't know what second base is, but I guess. Well, now they're making the bases bigger so you can get to sex quicker. First base, second base, and third base have been increased from 15-inch squares to 18-inch squares. (gasps) Oh, my God. I bet the calorie count went up. Distance between uh, is distance is reduced by three inches from home to first and home to third. Well, that's going to make a big difference. I'm telling you, that's going to make the game far more exciting. The base has been moved three inches closer to home plate. <sighs> wow, three inches. Mmm, that's less than the size of a decent erection. I'm not sure that makes a difference. Again, overdoing it, overdoing it. The bigger bases, uh, by the way, have reduced uh, injury events near the bases by more than uh, 13% in the minors in 2022. <laughs> they've, they've decreased injury events with bigger bases <laughs> by a little more than 13%. Whoa, what a whopping number, enough to change things, huh? Thirteen <laughs> percent. How many injuries do you really have in baseball? It happens, but not a lot. And if there is an injury in baseball, uh, they clear out the dugout and they have a fist fight. So that's turning into a hockey game all of a sudden. That's the change. Those are the changes. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know about half the things I was talking about. The pitch timer is something that I'm really into. 
They should have more rules. Like, for example, you can't scratch your crotch for more than three seconds. Otherwise, they have to start shaving you down there because obviously you have some type of a problem. They should also uh, make the players stop wearing their pajamas on the field, which they call uniforms. I think that they should wear actual three-piece suits to class up the game a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? Pocket watches, that kind of thing. And, oh, my God, stop spitting on the ground. I wouldn't be a baseball player simply because you got other people spit all over the place. Enough for the dirt to turn into mud. Stop spitting on the ground. That is just disrespectful to everybody. You're teaching your... You know, kids do that. You know, kids actually do that. Now, I know when baseball started, they were doing chewing tobacco, which is disgusting in its own sense. And spitting that on the ground, oh my God, I could slip in that and break my head. Now they chew gum or something. I don't know what the hell they're chewing. Uh, they're cud. And then they spit on the ground. And I've seen kids in Little League Baseball spit on the ground. Kids have no reason to spit on the ground. They do it to mirror the, the Major League Baseball players. Oh, thanks a lot. Nice role model. My kid's going to be a baseball player. You know why? Well, he's not very good at baseball, but man, can he, can he lob a loogie? Whoa, baby, my kid, that's my kid. <clears throat> also, uh, there should be a rule for the, um, the crowd that you cannot yell out obscenities because there are children there. If you're going to, uh, unless you want to turn uh, a stadium into a mature audience only, stop yelling out obscenities with children sitting there. Now, I know you're saying, Ron, children curse too. Yeah, I know. But it's kind of a thing that, you know, wait till they're adults. You don't want cursing children all over the place. I mean, seriously. You don't want a, a five-year-old kid, uh, you know, the mother says, hey, you know, dinner's going to be in 10 minutes. Wash your hands. And the kid saying, fuck you. No, you don't want that. You don't want that. Stop putting in. And, if, and if, if there are parents who don't want their children to be exposed to obscenities when they're young like that, you must respect that. That is supposed to be a, uh, baseball is supposed to be a civilized uh, sport. And it's, uh, it's supposed to be a family activity, a, a, uh, a G-rated audience. So let's stop the obscenities. And by the way, you know the funniest thing at sporting events for me is the absurdity and the stupidity of the fans. They get all excited and in their vast excitement, this is for baseball games and, and basketball games and hockey games, fans get just like beside themselves and they yell out things to the, the players. Players can't hear them. <laughs> They're involved in the game. They're playing in the game. 
some guy in, 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 in the fifth balcony is yelling, hey, hey, defense, defense. Uh, what, are the players supposed to turn around and go, hey, the guy uh, 100 rows back, defense, I never thought of that. I will now be more defensive. Thank you for yelling that out to me. Without you, I would have never thought to defend in the game. Thank you for yelling defense. And thank you for your creativity holding up the letter D and a picture of a fence. That is, I've never seen that before. That is so individually creative. I get it. Defense, but you put up a big D and, and, a, and a little cardboard fence. Oh, I see. You couldn't spell out the word defense on a card. You think I'm so stupid that you have to do it phonetically. Oh, my God. Yeah, people that yell in the crowd. I mean, I know you're excited and you're getting into it, but, you know, your words are not heard except for the, the guy sitting next to you. Will you shut the hell up? I'm trying to watch the game. Stop stop yelling stuff. And uh, sh- sh- just shut up. Shut up! Uh, and then... There's the guy that holds up the defense sign, and, and whenever uh, it's getting excited, the guy stands up with the sign. You're seated behind him. You can't see a damn thing, and you paid 50 bucks for the seat. And 50 bucks, I think, is a modest amount for some stadiums. Don't stand up and block somebody else's view because you're excited. Have a little bit of respect that there are people seated behind you, and when you stand up and yell defense or cheer, you're just putting your ass into somebody else's face. You should, the, the person sitting behind you should have a sign that says, nice ass, because that's all they can see whenever the game's getting good. Your ass standing up with a defense sign. Here's another of the funniest things I've ever seen because People who go to games are really uh, morons. Oh, not everybody, but a lot of them. Some people, uh, remember the old days where they had flash cameras? Remember that? Now they have uh, camera phones, cell phones, with a light on it. So here's the funny part. People who go to concerts, they're like 100 rows back or they go to big sporting events and gigantic arenas, and when they take a picture of what's going on on the playing field, they actually put the light on (laughs) as if their little cell phone or their little camera is going to light up the entire arena so you can get a really well-lit picture. That is so moronic. It makes me laugh every time I see it. Because the brain power of the person that thinks if they put a light on their on their camera, then it's going to be a better picture when they're a hundred rows back, or even in the front row, it doesn't matter. It's just it's just so you you are just showing your stupidity on your sleeve to the greatest extent allowed by law. Anyway. Thank you to the Major League Baseball people for putting a time clock 
on this game. I will watch it in order to see how that works, but I love that, and I love the penalties involved. The penalties should be really, it should be a penalty box for baseball players, and they should have to sit in a box for the rest of the game in the next 16 years. And they should be appearing in court and uh, be brought to trial for wasting people's time. Uh, bigger bases, I like that too. Sometimes those bases from far away can look kind of small. So bigger bases, I think, is great. Also, some bigger uh, baseball players, so I can see them bigger. Uh, I, it's that would be nice too. Let's make the hot dogs bigger, so when I'm spending $20 for a hot dog, at least I'm getting somewhat of a meal out of the thing. And can baseball stadiums come up with a way to get me the hot dog without other people touching it if I'm sitting in the middle of the row? Can we do like a Grubhub thing or something? Can you get me the hot dog without other people touching it? Now, I know in ballparks, I know you what you're saying. Ron, they, they, uh, they pretty much wrap it in foil. Yeah, still. I don't want other people touching my dog. And I mean that literally. There's a lot that needs to be corrected at baseball games. But this is a good first step. I like it. I like it a lot. Anyway. Uh, I have a guest today. I don't really feel like it, though, but I do have one. But first, uh, a short commercial break, and then uh, the guest will be joining us accordingly. Accordingly. But first, this. Hi, this is Bob Robinson from Bob's Handy Around the House. I'm a local handyman. I've been in business for the last 50 years on my own doing light repair work in our area. Whatever you need done, carpentry, painting, floors, tiling, yard work, I can do it all for you. I'll come to your home and do the work for a very reasonable fee. Naked. I should probably mention that I will be naked while I do this work. Buck naked, not a stitch on me. Waving in the wind, in my birthday suit. Showing what God gave me, naked as a jaybird. I'll be naked the whole time I show up naked. I do the work naked. You pay me while I'm naked. Bob's Andy around the house. Bob Robinson. You can look me up on Facebook where I am naked. Hello, Ron. Hi, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? Great. Dr. Jeff Werber is uh, practicing uh, veterinary medicine. He's been doing it for over 30 years. Oh, my God. He's one of the few uh, select, a few actively uh, practicing uh, veterinary medical journalists in the U.S. Hey, uh, good to speak to you. Uh, we always like to talk to veterinarians. I always get them confused with vets, and I always say thank you for your service. But thank you for your service anyway. Oh, thank you so much. You know, it's funny. We always say we when when we speak, when we write, 
Um, we always try to use the full word veterinarian yes. because of that. Because we say, Wait, are you a car? Are you are you an you know ex army? What, what, what do you mean? Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, we're we're talking about uh, well. <laughs> we're talking about pet scratching and then we're getting into some other things, but, um, I, I have a dog dog is, is scratching constantly, no matter, uh, you know, and I do the monthly free uh, flea treatment and things like that. Is it normal for a dog to, to scratch at itself continually? Well, it's normal for a dog to scratch occasionally. Once it becomes continual, when it becomes bothersome, when it actually interrupts, their regular activities like eating and playing and uh-huh. chasing that ball or they're rubbing and scooting and, you know, chewing on themselves, right. uh, then it's not normal. And, uh, you know, it leads to problems. It's often, especially this time of year, but it can happen all year, yeah. dogs scratch because of allergies. Oh. They don't sneeze. They don't have the runny eyes. They don't oh. have the scratchy throat like we do. They actually scratch. Oh. And they itch. And, and they, as I said, they rub and they chew. So, um, it is obviously something to be reckoned with, and the more they do it, and I'm sure you've seen dogs that have scabs along their back yes, and, yes. and the fleas, um, and there are many allergens that are affecting them, not only the pollens that affect us, but it's also things around the house. It could be, uh. obviously, their food. It could be house dust. It could be house dust mites. It could uh. be tobacco smoke, okay. um, uh, wool and cotton and certain flowers in the house. There are so many possible allergens in a dog's environment so it's really important to understand um, when your dog's itching is 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 too much itching, and um, okay. uh, we uh, talk about. I have a, a great website that I direct pet owners to, uh-huh. and it's called youranimalinstinct.com, all one word. Your Animal Instinct, sponsored by Zoetis, and um, basically within the site you can learn more, learn more about canine allergy, and you can take a quiz. It's called the Itch Instinct Quiz. And what this quiz does, it really will help uh, clarify whether or not your dog's itching is a little too much. And, and if so, it will direct you, of course, to see your veterinarian. Great. And another program that um, Zoetis has been sponsoring and is tied in, as you mentioned, to the, the canine itch, yeah. it's called the Canine Courage Program. What is that? And it's a wonderful program that is providing healthcare assistance to retired military and police dogs, mm-hmm. as well as to active service dogs assisting veterans suffering from post-traumatic ah. stress syndrome. Wow. So when that quiz is taken, that triggers a donation by Zoetis to this Canine Courage program. Very so cool. it's really a win-win-win. Okay. Um, we're going to be helping our pets. You're going to learn more about your dog's itch, um, helping these service dogs and helping the veterans whom these service dogs are helping. So. Um, you know, as they said, it's a, it's, it's a wonderful program. So there is a connection between veterinarians and vets. Absolutely. How do you like that? Oh, so the, wow. the veterinarians, veterinarians helping the vets. And, uh, and also, more <laughs> importantly, uh, with the completion of the quiz and, and learning more, uh, you will learn more about some um, medications, new medications especially. Because yes. typically in the past, and, and I, as, long as, as well as other veterinarians, have been resorting to, of course, the antibiotics, as you mentioned, to treat the secondary infections yes. associated with this, but also uh, things like corticosteroids and immunosuppressive agents. And uh, they are effective, but they also um, have side effects. 
uh, whether it's excessive drinking yeah, and excessive yeah, urination, yeah. liver problems, increased appetite. Um, so um, obviously it's, it's, it's a problem, but it, yet, yet it's been worth it because we were helping our dogs. Well, now there's a new medication by Zoetis called Apoquil, and it is, it is the best. I mean, I hate to talk about a dog allergy, but it's a cat's meow. I mean, it, <laughs> it is not to be used on cats, but it's for dogs. And it is the first medication of its kind that actually attacks the canine itch at its core without the side effects. And wow. honestly, I've had clients call me and have seen results within two hours. Wow. It's unbelievable. It's okay. great. I, I, wish, I wish I could take this stuff because I have allergies. I, I, <laughs> I know. People have asked me, can I, can I take it? Uh, no, it's just for dogs, but it is really effective right. and safe. And without the side effects, yeah. so you know my my the way I look at the the the, uh, the program is between the medication the new, the apical between the canine you know uh, learning more about the canine itch the itch instinct quiz youranimalinstinct.com um, we are doing so much for our dogs and okay. for the uh, very special wow. dogs that are helping our veterans. Great, is 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 licking. Also, uh, an allergic uh, kind of reaction like scratching because my dog always licks a lot themselves as well. Absolutely, especially when they when they're they're kind of rolled over and they're licking either yeah. their feet. Yeah, if yeah. they're licking their feet a lot, we often think of food allergy or pollen allergy, wow. or they're licking their groin area. Um, and again, that also is going to be pollen allergy. I thought that was so, for, I thought that was for pleasure. Oh yeah, right. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that might be too, but uh, <laughs> but I would I would worry about that. And right, then, of I course, would, the chewing. You know, like too. a dog whips around and starts nibbling at the yes, skin. Yes, 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 uh, yes. That I would look for fleas. I would look for fleas oh, in that one. Oh, right. And I mean, literally, they can be sitting and relaxing. All of a sudden, they turn around like a a, yeah. a, a mile a minute, and yes. they're just going nuts. Okay. All so, right. Yep. Those are the symptoms. Uh, I wish you were my veterinarian, but I don't. You're probably not nearby. You're probably filled up. But anyway, you can come out to California. We'd love to see you. <laughs> okay, well, it's a little bit of a trip to just to have my dog checked out. Anyway, uh, okay, give me the, give me some websites where I can get more information when you're not around. Okay, the website is youranimalinstinct.com, and that is the best. Perfect. Thank you so much. Let me ask you one more thing. All right. Thanks, Ron. Thanks Thanks for having me. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that'll do it for me today. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new program. But until that time arrives, I wish you peace. (laughs) 